0: Okay, we are live, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the sound just welcome back. Sounded like it. a radio show host, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, this we is not a radio show. <laughs> no, I thought you said you wanted this to be more radio. Where's our soundboard guy? <laughs> sound soundboard. <laughs> There's nobody. It's just us. Fuck. Oh here. <laughs> yeah, you remember you're supposed to be the sound effect guy. You remember <laughs> the car conversation we had? Well, like I am still episode. I think it was nine or ten.
0: Yeah.
2: I was like, and we're going to roll, roll sound clip. Yeah, there's never a sound clip is there, but... So what do we, uh... What do we want to talk about today? We want to talk about ideology a bit, right? Yeah.
0: We're going to talk about ideology. I mean, um... This is, uh, mostly... This is going to be our, um... Like, off the top of our heads, so... (laughs) Mostly, um... Um... It's not because we're lazy. It's just that it's something that we talk about pretty often. So, very frequently. We just wanted to extend our personal discussion into podcasts. Yeah. You know, I mean, eventually that's what's going to happen, right? I mean, because we um, have a lot of discussions and, you know, conversations from light to uh, very serious uh, on you know various status you know sometimes we're not high sometimes we're high mm-hmm. um, high as in you know on weed on mushrooms you know and uh, which creates very um, variety of conversations right yeah so we, we love that but anyway we this is something we talk about pretty often it's because it,
2: it dominates and affects every day of your life yeah. and how you interface with it
0: Yes also, I think it's very relevant to um, our one of our core ideas when we talk about this imposed ideas and systems and liberation and all that right It's very closely yeah. um, tied to it yeah right? so, yeah
2: I mean I'd actually say that's probably in the way where we see very similarly really, eye to eye. I think a lot of our friendships kind of forge in that, mm. that rebellious nature of yeah not, not like being rebellious in the sense like I need to go revolt against something. But right. the sensation and the feeling and the idea and the pull to gravitate towards, mm-hmm. I need to go against the grain and decide it and find it for myself. Mm-hmm. you know I, So I think it's funny because people looking at us probably wouldn't say they're rebels. They'd probably be closer to hippies or something. But yeah. I feel closer to being rebellious than I do a hippie. Mm. You know, this is more like a rebellion against the way I thought reality was how I dissected reality. And I've come to realize that so much of what I thought about the world was just because it was the first thing I was told. Yeah. It was like my first experience with it. Yeah. That or all my experiences after that first value system was established Mm -hmm. have been biased Through the lens of that ideology, you know, Mm. through the way I see the world, the way I interface with it. It's all based on this kind of exchange. It's principle of, is this good? Is this bad? Yeah. You know, rather than me choosing to say, no, Mm. this is valuable for me. I would weigh it against the value, against Mm. the system, and the system would say, yeah, it's good. Or, no, that's bad. Mm -hmm. And... You know, it's freeing day by day, and this is the power of knowledge and understanding. Experience you start to realize that system actually exists, and you've Mm -hmm. never really made any of your own decisions. You've been kind of reactionary, right? Not to say you haven't made decisions or you haven't imposed your will to some degree, but it's been so heavily affected by what you've been told is the truth Mm -hmm. that it could be even hard to say you've made any choice at all. Yeah because you've been so bound by it unknowingly. Um, So that's why I think it's an important topic to discuss, and it's one I think Mm -hmm. we'll discuss for the rest of my life. And again, like we say all the time, you got to go back, constantly evaluate, -evaluate. Mm reevaluate. So this is another one of those reevaluation kind of examination points.
0: Yeah, and then I think it's very necessary to continue to talk about this, you know, being us or being whoever else. Else, I mean, it's very important to continue to have this discussion on ideology and systems, and you know, uh, the government theory, political theory. All that is very necessary because otherwise, the the current status quo will be our last system, yeah. which is which we know all um, that it is not the most ideal or um, that has a lot of flaws. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm I'm not suggesting that. There is a certain um, alternative that exists currently. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. But in order to progress, we need to challenge the status quo, and that's why you know we've been discussing this for a long period of time, man. Um, you know, Marx, Nietzsche, so many philosophers and archaeologists, and you know, political theorists, Marcuse and mm-hmm. everybody, anthropologists, been, yeah. Everybody, yeah. All of them have been talking about this problem and flaws of the system and, you know, the political theory that we have currently, you mm-hmm. know. And if you think about um, how much we progress since all the 20th century, <laughs> we haven't gone that far from that no, point. No, we haven't you know? when We're, you look at yes, it. that's that's the craziest part. I mean, yeah. We have a lot more to go. And, you know, all this, our discussion too, I mean, yes, it's very interesting to us for sure because again uh it really uh very relevant to our ideas and mm-hmm. um you know daily um thoughts but also uh, part of the progressive force you know mm-hmm. I, that's yeah. how i see it and then that's why i encourage all people to look at this especially young, young younger generation and younger people. To look at, I think they're doing it. You know, I think all those you know noises they're making is, I think, part of that. Um, you know, part of that force.
2: Yeah, I definitely, I would say there's some key players out mm-hmm. there that are driving mm-hmm. maybe these social and political, economical changes. Um, but this is also the unfortunate dilemma: mm-hmm. the more something gains popularity, and kind of like the human zeitgeist or mm-hmm. culture. It almost shifts and becomes something different than the initial mm-hmm. discussion at hand, yeah. right? Like your experience with it and how you arrive to that concept is very different than right. being given the concept and mm-hmm. agreeing with it. Yeah. You know? So me telling you about a concept and then you kinda can understand and relate to it and appreciate it is so different than you arriving to that concept through your own experience. Yeah, of course, yeah. And that changes the way you handle and react and deal and live with that concept, I think, mm-hmm. largely. But, I mean, even getting away from kind of like the Rousseau, Hobbes' argument Mm -hmm. about, you know, man's inherent nature uh, in the state of nature without government Mm -hmm. and the way that is, I'd like to even step further back and say, you know, reality, whatever that means, is Mm -hmm. basically just the way we arrange and categorize our experience. And then based on that, based on the way we arrange those things and chop up the world, we Mm -hmm. arrive to different value systems and different truths that are essentially that truth is determined upon a set of conditions, right? right? Like mathematically, 2 plus 2 equals 4 because we all Mm -hmm. agree on the system. Mm -hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about math because it's something conceptual we can all agree on. And that's why it's advanced so greatly. Yeah. But when we get into these more kind of nuanced topics like words Mm -hmm. and epistemology Mm -hmm. and meaning... That's when it gets really, really messy. Yeah. So we can't really agree on it. And we can't even realize we can't agree on it because we mm-hmm. don't need to find the terms before we start the conversation. Yeah. Right? You say a word, I think that word means something different based in my experience. Mm-hmm. And then we have an argument, right? We can't we can't see eye to eye because right. we're talking about totally different things. Right. And that's where the misunderstanding comes from. So I think it's important to
1: mm-hmm.
2: understand that. No matter what ideology you subscribe mm-hmm. to um, you're under the influence of it. It yeah. affects the very way you engage with the world, yeah, because it puts a value system of good and bad, yeah, black and white,
0: yeah, it's really interesting because you you just talked about um, sort of like the benefit of ideology, right because. <clears throat> When you look at it, in order for us to communicate uh, effectively, we have to have a common ground, right? Mm-hmm. And that is because individuals' features are partially based on your ideologies, right? Mm-hmm. And in that sense, like, y- y- you don't have to have complete agreement uh, on your ideology, but... Partially, part of it uh, plays a role in communicating effectively, right? Yeah. So that's kind of interesting because um, I think Marx also attributes ideology to social stability. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think he really looks at it uh, in a positive way because the reason being is that the ideology of... Specifically, he talks about this, you know, this as a feature of uh, society, especially uh, class-divided societies, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. including capitalists. Of course, I think he's concerned with capitalist society more than any other um, societies. When he basically criticizes about this mm-hmm. ideology, rule of right? it's the right? dominating ideology. Right, well, that's exactly, time, right? it, it is, makes sense. That's what's going to be. He refers to like. The dominant yeah, ideology you have to you have to address the main are, one inherently the minority the power mm-hmm. of, of the system right. right so that's why the um he really doesn't look at it positively mm-hmm. so the ideology gives stability which is not permanent but I mean can be extended for meaningful period of time you know mm-hmm. for, for humanity but also it really doesn't represent um, majority's ideology rather the minority's ideology Mm -hmm. who is in power
2: yeah right exactly but it's been spit out to us in such a way that we're forced to comply with it unknowingly Mm -hmm. at first right because it's the only thing yeah it's the only thing in front of us that makes sense and explains reality and again because you don't know better yeah when you're born into reality you have to take it at its terms you have to accept reality on its terms yeah. and you can't just say like well this is the way it is yeah and it's very easy to fall into that because we all do
0: mm-hmm.
1: like
2: we all do we're forced yeah. to but if you slowly look at it more and more you start engaging with other people yeah. and you have experiences you start realizing <clears throat> like wow these concepts don't really do you know a great job of defining them that way if you're an open-minded person at least you start trying to see not trying to start to see, but you start to observe some of the flaws in the systems, right. in the way they define reality, and mm-hmm. it kind of gets blurred, and then it becomes less black and white, and then you're confronted mm-hmm. with something. You come to a bit of an identity crisis. Actually, mm-hmm. one of Marx's biggest um, complaints and kind of uh, criticisms of capitalism is, using the example of a factory worker. You know, at one point in time, there was somebody who would build a specific object or mm-hmm if you're like somebody who builds a home right you, you know you're a carpenter like you have a finished project right. product at the end it's all these things that go into it you kind of identify yourself as oh, i'm a person that builds homes i'm a housemaker mm-hmm. um, and then eventually that argument will change as you get into a factory setting and you won't have an identity because then you begin to be somebody who builds a singular thing you build a hoist mm-hmm. you don't even know where that hoist goes yeah right you're just Building a singular product of yeah. a larger thing, mm-hmm. specialization, which capitaliz our capitalism encourages. And that's given us a lot of good things, you know, mm-hmm. in Western world. There's a lot of homes, a lot of cars, people have a lot of these inventive things, but maybe they've traded a sense of identity yeah. for this. You know, and you know, I'm not saying one's better or worse than the other, but you would have to be I think lying to yourself to say that there isn't mm-hmm. a difference. You know, there is something very valuable about having identity based in what you do with your time. Mm -hmm. And there's value in a whole bunch of people having access to machined goods. There's value in that as well. So then it becomes up to the Mm -hmm. individual to kind of weigh the options, like, well, you know, which one's more valuable to me? But the system pushes back against that. Yeah. I mean, you'll hear it all the time in Western society that Marxists. Marxists, Marxism's heavily Mm. criticized. So much that you hear the word you immediately have that's anti-America, anti-freedom. All these imageries are summoned in your mind. Yeah. And you start to immediately dismiss that principle. Yeah. And you would never even investigate it just because that ideology Mm. has demonized this one because it criticizes it.
0: I think it's just largely uh, the ignorance uh, because just because the fact that, you know, the uh, Marx will inspire the foundation of communist um, societies in the future, um, that doesn't mean that his idea um, is inherently evil. You know, yeah. uh, I think just people just don't know, uh, haven't really read his work or, or uh, understand his ideas and just take that superficial um you know, evaluation of him that, oh, you know, he's sort of uh, like the father of whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, there's just this um, uh, unfair, ignorant association of him with, you know, just bad ideas.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, I think an easy way to kind of, when we're talking about ideology, because mm-hmm. uh, that's a pretty broad concept. Yeah. I think it might be easier to see it as, you know, an ideology could be looked at as a game. You know, a game with Mm rules and circumstances within it. And basically ideology and reality Mm -hmm. is how, like I mentioned before, how we dissect everything around us and our experience and our sensory experience. Mm -hmm. And then we make sense of it. Yeah. You know, so if we were going to create a video game on Mm -hmm. your computer, we all might be using the same hardware. Right. Mm -hmm. But based on who's coding it, all these other things, and the story you want to tell in the video game, Mm -hmm. you're going to arrive at different values. You know, how do you win the game? Mm -hmm. So, something like tic tac toe, oh, yeah, three X's connect them or three O's connect them Mm -hmm. in succession, and then I win. You know, but if I was to go make my turn, I make an X, and then I make my turn again and make another X, Mm -hmm. I don't give you your turn, you would say, I'm cheating, right? There would be a moral implication within that set of rules that mm-hmm. I'm not following mm-hmm. that makes me culprit of something. you know How would you define it within that game? Mm-hmm. You know, within the game of life, the overarching mm-hmm. game we play, we would say, oh, he's cheating, right? But if it's a value system between you and I, a friendship and a relationship, mm-hmm. maybe I'm being playful, you know? Maybe I'm being silly, maybe yeah. I'm being whatever. But could you imagine if I didn't have that freedom in the relationship with you, then we couldn't have fun. It would just be like, he's a cheater. Yeah. That's all he is because you've defined it within that narrow set of parameters. Yeah. And I have to be that thing. Yeah. You know, so that's the power of opening your mind to it. Like, ah, it doesn't have to necessarily be defined by this system. Mm-hmm. So the reality we we live in, we don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to let it define yeah. it. Granted, there's a trade-off in that, right? You may not be accepted by society if you choose not to play by their rules. You may be totally misunderstood. You may have all these problems. Mm -hmm. But the largest thing you risk by playing their rules is that you may never have a truly satisfying, fulfilling life on your own accord because you're playing somebody else's game. That's the biggest risk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think a
2: lot of our unhappiness and dissatisfaction with life Mm -hmm. comes from playing on other people's terms. Yeah and like we all have to play to some degree we all have to play Mm -hmm. on other people's terms but how we interpret that internally and what we do with it you know is up to us i think that's very powerful
0: yeah i mean it's really hard to say that um there is um good common ground that everybody should have right maybe that doesn't exist at all but on the other hand At least you have freedom to, um, you know, fully work to your limitation and your own set of beliefs, you know? I mean, at least you have that freedom. So I think that's what everybody should at least try um, instead of just complying um, with the system, you know? I mean, to a degree, we all have to, right? Mm -hmm. But we're not talking about going against the law or anything like that right yeah but at least the freedom of um you know exploring your ideas and you know extend that to uh leading to that um leading them to experiences right i mean that's what at least we can try and um yeah i mean that's pretty much all we can do yeah and you know what we're doing right now
2: may like Mm. confusing to the viewers out there Like we've talked about, (laughs) who would quit these great jobs, Mm -hmm. engineer? You know, it comes with all this clout, all this sense of success in our in our world, where we're from. You know, the Western world, the U.S. capitalistic Mm -hmm. society, and all the other cultural narratives that come with it. Yeah, who would do that in their right mind? Who would do that? And the only way you can do that Mm -hmm. is when you've arrived to the conclusion, and maybe you haven't even seen. Like you know, it's all ideology. Maybe it's all the way we structure of the world but when you realize like there's something that i'm not satisfied with yeah in my life and you start to explore and examine mm-hmm. that can propel you to the direction where you're living your authentic life
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you're on the right path the path that's personal and yours which i think we're on and we're gonna you know yeah. talk about that i think we're actually just approaching the 20 minute mark yeah. so
0: the free version is done here, guys. Wow, yeah. Sorry, guys. This
2: is a really exciting episode, yeah. I
0: think. Well, if but you like the content, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Yeah. Um, We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. And we're going into a uh, Patreon version. Yeah, the
2: secrets of life coming coming right <laughs> okay. up. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Bye, guys. Bye. Right. Bye. All right. We're on part two.
2: Part two. We're continuing with our theory of ideology. Mm-hmm
1: ideology
0: yeah the answers to life dude i think these days uh, on a lighter note of this subject i think these days ideology that word has um some stigma right i mean it's not really not even neutral anymore i think no. it's almost negative right when as soon as you say ideology right <laughs> yeah because it immediately is like ascribed to political theory and economic yeah. theory yeah so left
2: and right Democrat, right. Republican, conservative, extremist, liberal, extremist, yeah, all it, that. It, it conveys that imagery.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. image of conflicts. Yeah. You know, but isn't, see, this is part of the, you
2: know, to take your light note and make it darker, mm-hmm. part of the problem with that word, I hate saying hijacked, mm-hmm. but it's been controlled yeah. and used and bludgeoned in such a way mm-hmm. that Like you said second we talk about ideology we feel these very strong emotional statements Mm -hmm. and belief systems yeah and if we feel that immediately by just using a word a singular word yeah is already we're already in conflict with it how can we have an open-minded empathetic discussion about it to change it to change these very important things yeah we've already made the word so powerful We've put the stigma on it. Mm -hmm. How can we ever fix things if the words we need to fix things are already charged in a negative way? Mm -hmm. That's scary. And that happens with a lot of words. And these are just words. These are just concepts. Mm -hmm. They're nothing in reality. They're just words. Yeah. It just serves to further divide us from Mm -hmm. overcoming this type of reality and the power systems that currently exist. Yeah. In the many formats they take. Um, so yeah, I think that's the power in kind of creating new words, mm-hmm. and the value, and also understanding that even the words and the concepts you have available to you
0: mm-hmm.
2: are—they're limited to the system you live in. Yeah, you know, a capitalistic system where most of your education comes from public-funded, public-funded schooling. Publicly funded. Yeah. Publicly funded schooling yeah. is going to come from mm-hmm. representatives, depending on where you live choose the curriculum, people who print the books. Yeah. And if the only people that are printing the books trying to make money or self-serving interest, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, that material might have propaganda in it. And I mean propaganda in the sense that it's a type of education that serves to edify itself and continue itself into perpetuity. Right. You know, it wants to make itself immortal. Yeah. Never alter or
0: offer an alternate solution. Yeah. And, you know, just... Outright lie. You know, that's happened uh, a lot of times. And uh, isn't that crazy that that's the case today in today's world, right? Um, When I was in school, I mean, this is um, just my personal experience. And I I don't know if this is still the case, but Mm -hmm. when I was in school, uh, middle school and high school, we were talking 90s, the glorious 90s. (laughs) <laughs> so middle school and high school, um, there was really big problem with the Japanese government uh, between Japanese government and Korean government because Japanese government, um, uh, you know, allowed a monopoly of textbook, specifically history <laughs> textbook, uh, for for the entire country, on which uh, some of. The uh, description and uh, interpretation of the uh, their you know um, um, imperialism Mm -hmm. in relation to Korea was um, portrayed in favor of them. Mm. So basically, just a lie. Yeah. Right. So there were some enlightened Japanese scholars um, warned the government that this is not right. I know. What you're trying to do, but this is not right you can you can just lie to students, you wow. know, and um, I think they try to correct it later, but anyway, the point is this happened in the nineties, you know what I mean like it's crazy, yeah. crazy and I mean it's happening today too,
2: yeah, you mentioned that China right. is actively working trying to prove ownership essentially of Korea,
1: yes, yeah, so uh
0: th- that happened. I mean, that was going on when I was in college in Korea. Wow. Uh, we were talking all the 2000s. And I'm not exaggerating this number. At that time, the government, Chinese government, uh, funded more than a billion dollars uh, to pursue that route. That uh, this Korean history as at that particular time, um, we're talking probably like 10th century or whatever. I forgot the exact number. Korea. Um, belongs to China. Um, So on the surface, people may think that, well, who cares, man? It's the the past. It's the history. But the implication of that is that if they conclude internationally that that part of the history of Korean history belongs to China, then they have right to claim on the land today. You know, they can have that ground. Yeah. Right? That's why they're spending so goddamn yeah. much money. Yeah. It's a subtle undermining. Yeah.
2: Under the illusion it, or the guise yes. of if we provide
0: cultural and historical yes. significance to you,
2: yeah, but they pull the rug out from under you, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. we'll give you a little something. We're acting
0: like we're doing this on the interest of you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it's very <sighs> pervasive.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I mean, these all crazy things are still happening today. And, you know, we still, <sighs> some of us know. And but I think a majority of us don't know, right? And life is easier that way, right? <laughs> don't worry about. It. You don't have to think. You know how to react because right. everything
2: has been painted for you in a movie. Right. Every emotion you have has been mm-hmm. told to you in a song. Yeah. You've got it all laid out for you, dude. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't don't pay attention to what's going on behind the man and the curtain. Yeah. You don't
0: need to look at that. Don't look too closely. And even in the uh, U.S. history, you know, we talked oh. about uh, the whole weed thing, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, heartbreaking,
0: we'll man. I, yeah.
1: I,
2: you know, we just started smoking weed, like, <laughs> in the last year. Basically, it, you came up to New York to visit, me, mm. you, and Steven, you know, fucking uh, RIP, that's buddy. True. And that's yeah. when we start, you know, edibles. That was, like, the edibles, first time yeah. I was like, yeah, let's fucking have fun. We just did to have fun, mm. but... It's been really in That's conjunction, so obviously, yeah. with the type of people we are, philosophy, yeah. you know, wanting to know more, seek. I put this in parentheses, truth, because it's dependent upon condition. Yeah, um, it's been really eye-opening to see how they mm-hmm. have actively segregated on so many so many reasons. You know, race being a reason, mm-hmm. you know, economic reasons, but how they've gone after weed. And call, mm-hmm. They've called it a drug, and they've used it and weaponized it mm-hmm. in a way that is... And they've totally misrepresented it. Yeah. And it's really affected how the black community has been treated and been able to grow in the U.S. Yeah. And they've been, I mean, purposely targeted. Mm-hmm. And the masses aren't just... We just aren't aware of it. Yeah. I really don't think we are. You know, I would have never said... I was racist, or I never even thought that racism could exist in such a subtle, most like, perverse way. Yeah. It's so
0: well hidden. Yeah. That's why a little more disgusting, right? Yeah. I think that's what makes it so disgusting, right? Because it's so subtle, and which was meant to be, right? That's the thing. Like, on the surface, oh, guys, this is bad. Don't do it. But beneath the surface right wow <laughs> i feel like i've been
2: gaslit dude yeah, exactly. my entire life right. like seriously i feel like i've been gaslit and that's that's crazy to think mm. the way you've constructed reality mm. and the way you've seen things you know for me up to 31 years mm-hmm. has been wrong i mean just fucking objectively yeah. wrong and like, it mean, breaks my heart a bit you know and this is exactly
0: the uh, this is exactly criticism of marx right the the ideology gives us you know the society's stability but you know it has it's flooding ways in which it only works to the material advantage of the ruling minority yeah you know i
2: mean yeah the ruling class the yeah. ones with power
0: yeah i mean this is the evidence of it yeah i mean still yeah. not not until today it's not fixed Yeah. <laughs> and here's the fucked up thing guess what public perception has slowly
2: changed they yeah. realize like oh man this truth or you know this powerful substance is just too big to control mm-hmm. uh, okay oh well may, how can we make money off this how can we make this a little self-serving
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know well we fucked up all their lives but the white people are starting to like it you know the, the majority the right. people we have control are you know seem to enjoy it maybe we can legalize it and get some money out of it yeah. yeah yeah now you know we fucked up generations you know Tons yeah. of lives, mm-hmm. black people and things like that. But eh, we can we can finally take advantage of this. So we're going to start right. legalizing it, and we can mm-hmm. have we have seizing again what Marx is talking about. Yeah, they seize the the rights to manufacturing. They have all the control of manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So guess what? They're going to make money all of it. You know, mm-hmm. take make tons of money off of it. And now it's cool again. Now it's good again. Yeah. I mean, they're doing the same thing with uh, trans homosexuality. Mm-hmm. All these things that are. Totally, totally normal, totally okay to be. Yeah. And they're just saying, well, it's, there's a way to make money off it now, so we're we're fucking cool with it. Yeah. Like, they don't really care about
0: exactly. progression
2: of, like, social, um, societal issues. Mm-hmm. Things that are going on, the common people, I don't give a fuck about that, I think. I think at all, at all. There's some people, key players that do, but the system, and again, I'm not saying yeah. this is necessarily...
0: I mean, it's, it's not it's in a meaningful people. way. I mean, I'm sure... You know, in the people in the public relations of these corporations, maybe some of them really care. I'm sure there are people, but not in a meaningful way. We're talking about on the level of system, right? Yeah. doesn't exist. That kind of interest doesn't exist because the sole, you know, purpose of this corporation's uh, representations of their ideas on, you know, feminism and all that is to boost their image, you know, and therefore creating... You know, revenue, right? I mean, that's 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 all about it. Yeah. Again, like I'm not saying that individuals in this, um, you know, works may care or not, but on the level of system, uh, that interest doesn't exist. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. there is purpose, one and only purpose of mm-hmm. those, you know, behaviors.
2: Dude, isn't it even fucked up? If you're one of these people, mm-hmm. say, you know, you're trans or something like that, and the only time this system starts caring about you is when they find a way they can exploit you to make money. Yeah. I'd be fucking livid. I'd be like, now you care about me? Mm-hmm. Now that you can make money off me? Now you want to hear my side no. of the story?
1: Yeah, like, see. now that I've been subjected to your, your
2: racism, your sexism, yeah. all of this for so long. Dude, mm-hmm. it's, it's fucking so infuriating. So infuriating and sad. Yeah. I mean, I think about, you know, even something that's closer. To like, uh, I guess the norm is Western society's concern, but like women, the way women have been treated, yeah. Oh we we talked about God. yesterday a little uh, bit,
0: right? Yeah, because I recently uh watched this movie, Gangaboo. Oh, I'm so sorry, I can't really pronounce that. Gangaboo, I, there's new, <laughs> there's this new Indian movie on Netflix again, uh, the Netflix is a little bit different uh in Yeah, Thailand. we're in Thailand, so it's probably yeah, different. So, yeah. Uh so I just saw this it was number 4 out of 10. Uh I watched it. And it was really good, but also like it's it's about uh this true uh, a character based on a true story who was uh a sort of abducted when she was 14 and became a uh, became a prostitute and then became um like the leading force among them to for to fight for women's rights, right? And then it was done so right. Like I said, the storytelling was great. And also, it was not in my face, you know, like a lot of you know Hollywood movies do when it comes to feminism. <laughs> and um, those women, at the lowest possible status in a society, the yeah. lowest of lowest. Yeah. And when these women, the characters, right? Struggle for their rights. It seems so genuine. Seems so justifiable. And I, I couldn't do anything but agree and empathetic, being empathetic, yeah. right? And it's crazy that this is still happening today in yeah. India somewhere, right? I'm sure it's happening still in India because Dude, I don't think it. that was the end of it. You no. know? No. <sighs> so I mean, it's
2: abundant, man. The, yeah. I don't know how you could be. You know, I hate I hate like labeling and throwing terms on because there's so much that's mm-hmm. that comes when you put a term on yourself. But I don't know how you could say you're a loving human being and not be mm-hmm. a feminist. Yeah. I I I'm like blown away, man. Mm-hmm. All, all these people want yeah is to be treated like people. That's literally yeah. that's it. That's Just all treat it me like another person. Yeah, that's I mean it.
0: the true true equality, right? Yeah. The True equality uh, in a society, and we're not there yet. I think. I don't even think we're close, man um, I mean, man. <sighs> I mean honestly, this is debatable when it comes to you know um you know income and all that you know th- this could be a little more tricky when it comes to that, but it is undeniable that women's rights um is not still fully guaranteed um on the level that we men as a man are guaranteed,
2: yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, because there's going to be bias that goes into the process when they Mm -hmm. talk to you, the expectation, what they know they can get away with. Mm -hmm. And again, not to like fault the people that are because they're byproducts of the system as well. Right. Right. They're just going to basically parrot what they've been taught, what they've been told. Mm -hmm. And that's why nobody ever realizes like, oh, shit, maybe I'm a little bit sexist or racist Mm -hmm. because that's the truth you've only been given. Mm -hmm. You would never intentionally hurt somebody. Like, so you think, like, well, I would never intentionally treat a black person different. I'm not racist. Mm-hmm. You know, so you would say, well, I'm not racist. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like, yeah, you're not intentionally racist, mm-hmm. but there's also a little bit of almost... Complacent? You, yeah, 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 you're complicit by being... You're yeah. complacent. Yeah. You know, there's, like, some type of agreement yeah. because you're aware, but you're yeah. not active, right? There's almost something, like, like you said, there's almost something complicit... About yeah. inactivity. Yeah. And again, I don't think going on like message boards and yelling and being outraged and feeling strong emotional mm-hmm. states is, I don't think that's the right response. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I don't think that's action. Mm-hmm. I think feeling something strongly should be the spark that changes or propels you into action,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, necessary to get the fire going. Like, okay, mm-hmm. now it's something, now it's meaningful. I can act. Yeah. Now that I felt this strong emotional state, and I would argue, like you mm-hmm. get to the point where you don't need to necessarily fill the strong emotional state. You can just see the right. discrepancy or the disparity between the way things are and be like, "Yo, this isn't cool,"
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know. And I, you know, I also, like I said before, I feel for people that because I was them, you know, I was that person. I was born into a system,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I was raised with like Christian morals and all these other things that come with growing up in yeah. the West in a Christian home. And I have a lot of things that I have to like unlearn to mm-hmm. learn new, yeah. to realize like, fuck, I have not been living yeah. a life I chose or that's necessarily even helping others. Yeah. You know, I've just been helping others by the definition of this system mm-hmm. that told me that's what it was. Right. I thought I was a good person under this system, you know, and that's all coming undone and being unraveled. And it's uh, it's extremely humbling. And I think this is where you kind of find, like, the ego death a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, you fucking, you get humbled. And it's like, you're so thankful for it. You're so thankful, like, oh, mm-hmm. I can I can resolve this. I can change. But you're also, there's an element of tragedy there because you have to die, right? Like, part of you has yeah. to die. You have to realize, like, oh, man, I've not been the best person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, I've been living a lie in some regards mm-hmm. that I didn't choose. but you know in those ashes you get to be reborn you can create yourself build yourself and this is a continual process like we talked about this is never ending Mm -hmm. ideally
0: yeah I mean that's what I've been talking about for a long time now right that um, you have to because we're not free from none of us is free from this imposed ideas of a system Uh, we must um, challenge our ideas and evaluate them right Mm mm-hmm that's the only way to liberate ourselves right yeah. without challenging those ideas it's not possible yeah because you you know everything you do without challenging your ideas and status quo will be flaws on top of flaws you know yeah. so you're stacking flaws you know yeah. i mean yeah i mean along the way you will have some meaningful you know uh, blocks but <laughs> it is fundamentally flawed. Yeah. You know? Well,
2: we've talked about this, mm-hmm. you know, say you're building a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your foundation it might be fucked up a little bit, but you d- you can't notice initially, right? right? You you're yeah. not using the tools, critical thought, experience, mm-hmm. learning, knowledge, reasoning all these things mm-hmm. to measure your foundation. So you just keep building cuz you yeah. think it's good. Yeah. I can't tell any difference otherwise. Mm-hmm. And you may not realize till so you're on fucking the 50th floor, oh shit, this thing yeah. is leaning catastrophic. Strophically, the other way. Yeah. Which I think this is what happens typically in age because Mm. life forces experience upon it. And eventually you got to do something with that experience.
0: That's very mathematic, right? Um, The tiny flaw at the foundation level can cause catastrophic events at the end. Yeah. Right? And this uh, manifests in different ways uh, in different worlds, right? Yeah. But ultimately what it seems to boil Mm -hmm. down to is a
2: misrepresentation of reality. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I think that's usually what it boils down to. I don't think we'll ever be able to represent reality perfectly. Mm -hmm. Which is why you constantly have to go through this process. Yeah. You know, make sure you're not building that skyscraper too tall that's Mm -hmm. gonna tumble. Keep checking the foundation. Just don't even worry about the other thing. Just worry about your foundation forever. Yeah. I think I think that's the way you're gonna find true satisfaction and mm-hmm. learning and growth forever yeah you don't arrive to a conclusion and just finish your building right you yeah. always improve that true. foundation then you realize oh shit you can camp i can sleep on this floor yeah. this floor is pretty comfortable mm-hmm. i love camping <laughs> you know yeah you realize yeah, okay. like oh maybe i don't need the huge building maybe this is all i need right here right and there's a lot of like freedom in that
1: mm-hmm.
2: i have to do it i'm just excited to continue to live a life that's trying to uncover you know again i just say the truth you know the way things are the matter of things yeah and roll with that flow and that tide and that change Mm -hmm. and just be in the moment yeah
1: Uh,
2: it's funny i mean we we had the conversation off screen before this about similar things but Mm -hmm. i feel like even the podcast like when we have great conversations and we're on the right path, it reflects in the podcast. Like the words come effortlessly. Yeah. We have good material. We're talking about what we want to, we're doing Mm -hmm. the research, blah, blah, blah. And it seems to come together. Right. Which makes you feel like, Oh shit, this is the right path. Like we've experienced Mm -hmm. so many times on the path since we've gotten on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And there's bumps and tribulations, right? I mean like David, of course the Mm -hmm. unhappiness there's, I don't even know if I'd say unhappiness, but there's just, ups and downs i wouldn't ever say i've been unhappy here maybe Mm -hmm. unsatisfied in certain avenues but also thankful for that lack of
0: satisfaction right you know like there's subtle differences among them right yeah Uh, unhappiness unsatisfaction resentment you know all those have like subtle differences Yeah. i think unhappy is fine um because we're human i mean the humans they can change based on so many factors yeah eating sleep so many factors so like these little fluctuations are just meaningless actually Yeah. but uh, i personally i see it as like resentment is a big problem Mm -hmm. you know resentment Mm -hmm. is not just unhappiness Ah. it's rooted um to very serious problem right yeah yeah it requires fundamental changes to repair right yeah so i think unhappiness unhappiness is fine yeah i mean
2: because unhappiness, you realize, like, this mm. state is fleeting and changing. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. It's yeah. okay. It's okay to be unhappy in this moment. It's going to pass. Yeah. yeah. Whereas resentment is something you wake with every day. It feels yeah. like a continual state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's when you know, okay, mm. or you should. You may not know. Mm. Hey, if you're resentful about something, your life, you, yeah. you need to change something about your yeah. life. You really do. Yeah, it
0: means you need to change something, right? Yeah. But uh, unhappiness is it, it may not be that sort of problem, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, it could be indicative of sleep quality, food, ex yeah. These very basic things. Basic stuff and you know, the limitations we have as a human being. And plus things that are uh out of our control. Yeah. Right? Like for example, like you you got injured <laughs> two days ago. I can barely walk right, <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean you were having a great time. Yeah and i'm sure when you arrived there you were so happy oh Oh, i I mean you even said like you feel like a home right yeah i
2: texted you i was like dude, I feel like i'm fucking home right yeah
0: (laughs) but you got injured i mean it was just out of nowhere didn't expect it yeah so you made you feel down a little bit right i mean that's sort of like unhappiness i'm talking about like it's just out of your control sometimes shit happens yeah undesirable things happen Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's fine you know that's how we navigate our things And if you think that, oh, everything's going to be fine from this point, you know, I'm going to be happy all all the time, always, you're fucking crazy. (laughs) Dude. That's just not possible, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What a lie.
2: What a lie that we've – most of us have been sold, though, in some form. It doesn't matter if it's a religious, Mm -hmm. like, hey, well, when you die, Mm -hmm. you know, you do all this good stuff, you'll be happy or – you know, maybe it's, like, mm-hmm. the capitalistic view. Well, when you've got a job, yeah. a kid, 2 and a half, yeah, you know, the whole the material values, mm-hmm. the 401K, the Roth yeah. IRA, that's when you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Only to, so eventually you start to realize, yeah. that, fuck, man, I'm never happy. What is going on, yeah. hat, right now?
0: You know? Yeah, exactly.
2: Anybody that's trying to sell you an absolute remedy to life, yeah. you know, they're fucking lying, man. Yeah. They're lying to you. 100%. Yeah. I would say that the remedy we're offering is... Mm-hmm. The acceptance that there is no remedy.
0: Yeah. I mean that's that's beyond <laughs> in my opinion that's like beyond beyond religion, you know, the lie of religion. You know, yeah. if you if anybody tells you that a singular status is um can last permanently, that's a fucking lie. You know, fish <laughs> for lie, you know. Yeah a scientifical lie. We don't know anything like that in reality. Yeah, I mean, that's just not possible. There's nothing like that in
2: reality. The Mm -hmm. only thing that exists like that is a concept. Mm -hmm. Concepts are the only thing that exists in perpetuity. And then you realize Mm -hmm. that concept is going to change with time. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And then you're like, well, fuck, what is true at all? What can actually last? Oh, nothing? Okay, well, for whatever reason, I accept that. I feel more comfortable. I feel more humble. I less ego i realize like things are fleeting yeah i'm able to show up more authentically
1: mm-hmm.
2: more honestly because my yeah. expectations seem to line up more with whatever this reality is mm-hmm. yeah you know, life becomes easier yeah it, I, I mean i mean, easier in such a different way like i think you have a healthier relationship with life and the things that happen you know yeah for sure and it serves you and you grow and you find more and you want to grow more Mm -hmm. that's the whole thing it's like i mean what we were just talking about where we're going to live where we're going to go blah 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 Mm -hmm. it's like what's the thing that's going to be able to help us grow more yeah oh shit okay lean into that thing you know forsake maybe some of the comforts Mm -hmm. offered by other solutions or belief systems what's going to make you grow more yeah, and you know it. You know it. You feel like that fucking like, ah, oh, I should do this. You know that pull, like, mm-hmm. okay, try something new or do. You know what I mean? You know that pull mm-hmm. once there, if you're yeah. honest with yourself. And it's so freeing when you just lean into it, because for whatever reason, the world yeah, thanks that's a great you. Great way
0: to put it. Yeah, like there's a comfort by um, just leaning toward um, these pulls they were talking about, right? Uh, some people call it like your destiny. That something just. <sighs> constantly calls you mm-hmm. um, without your effort. Some people call it your destiny. Yeah. I think it could be, right? Yeah. Um, because there are a lot of ideas that, um, you know, exist in our head involuntarily. Uh, I mean, it could be trauma even, right? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of things like that. So I think it could be but it's definitely something that you should ignore. <laughs> yeah. you should evaluate at least, yeah. right? Why? Why am I? You know, why do I keep having this idea? Like, what? What is it? Yeah, you know. So yeah. I think, I think it's important to evaluate at least. Yeah, you yeah. got to
2: pay attention to those things. That yeah. for whatever reason, those like we're t- those high flyers, those mm. single data points yeah, that yeah, seem exactly. to, because they're so far away from yeah. the mean, from the normal, from the average, from yeah. the cluster. You know, it's easy to dismiss, ah, oh, it's just a high point. Or yeah. what happens when you look at it a little closer and you're like, wait, 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 What? what is that? Yeah. I haven't seen that before. Yeah. And then you start to find that's more important than all those other points. Yeah. It's exactly way more like, and you're
0: like, whoa. In our data, I mean, statistically, it's uh, irrelevant. It's meaningless. But... You know, you don't you don't drive your life statistically. You know, no, that's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know way we do, yeah. right? Because we make decisions is based on our previous experiences. Therefore, it's partially statistical, yeah. right? Because oh, wait a second, I'm about to pull this fucking plug, but how many times? You know, did I have bad experiences buying doing that? Right? I mean, mm-hmm. we sort of, like, run that in a there second. There is. Right? Yeah, there
2: is some, like, calculatory experience. Yeah, for sure. We put, I think we ascribe, mm-hmm. this is the fundamental issue, I think, with any system, honestly, but currently in the math and sciences, that mm-hmm. we ascribe way more value on those things because they've brought us a lot of good things.
0: Yeah.
2: But – Math and science can never describe the entirety of our reality. Think of how much you would miss out on, like art, culture, all these things that can't be explained mathematically.
1: They're very real. Yeah. They're
2: very real parts of the human experience. For sure. But we're going to say the experience is only math and science. Like, dude, what? We're missing out on so much of life if we only do that. Same if same if we go the other way. If we don't you know, put some value in math and science and mm-hmm. we say it's only the spiritual side or, yeah. you know, the sensory side, mm-hmm. then we're missing out on a lot there as well. Yeah. So it's this balance, yeah. you know?
0: I mean, it was necessary to do that, to um, have common ground among mm-hmm. us, I mean, scholars and scientists, so that we can progress Yeah. on the same page, right? I mean, that was necessary, but that doesn't mean that um, the other parts we should ignore, right? I mean, the yeah. qualitative part, you know, we talked about panpsychism a long time ago. That's one of them, mm-hmm. right? The qualitative experience, like yeah. this, it, cannot be mathematically represented. That doesn't mean that we should ignore it. It yeah. is true. It is there. Yeah. You know. We That's should what they keep were calling, exploring. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What they were calling, he was calling consciousness, essentially. Yes, right? consciousness.
0: You know? Yes, consciousness is um, responsible for our qualitative experience and differences among them. Yeah,
2: and how we can express ourselves is
0: based in yes. that consciousness. That right. base. Yeah, so that's like that I think it may not be true but that's meaningful movement, right? Oh yeah, I, I mean I it's so. challenges Worthy. the idea the current you know the mastermind behind everything which is science mm-hmm. and technology. It kind of challenges that status quo, right? Yeah. Guys, this is real. This is real. We cannot ignore this. Yeah. So, I mean eventually we'll get there better and better, but the point is that I mean, I guess this is relevant to um, our ideology and system today that, you know, the science and technology is the system, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people that technology has liberated us, but kind of and kind of not, right? I mean, if you look at, yeah, yeah, what we can do today uh, in terms of knowledge, yes, great, way better. There's no comparison between today and prehistory era, but there's, you know, uh, what was I going to say? What was that? What was I talking about? It. You're like talking before. about sciences. Oh yeah. yeah. So, of- so like there's, you know, of course there are benefits. I mean advancements that we made, but also, you know, if you look at uh, sort of like the over number of hours that we work today, it is not, you know, necessarily better. Actually, we work more. Mm. We work more than before. Before the science, you know, all this progress that we made. Yeah. So. In that sense, it's hard to say that science and technology truly liberated us. Yeah, you know, yeah, we become
2: different slaves to different masters. I think. Yeah. The deeper you dig into any of, like way you want to define your world, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, I I think that's the inherent nature of things. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally fine, but when you don't realize you're doing that, yeah, you might be falling trapped to some ideology that doesn't serve mm-hmm. you. I mean, for example, your sport, Muay Thai, you know, and climbing, the stuff we do, you sacrifice a lot to be good in that thing, right? Because it's a defined system. To get good at climbing, to climb a specific rock Mm -hmm. in a certain way, you train a specific way. You give up certain things. You make certain sacrifices, Mm -hmm. right? Because the value in your system Mm -hmm. says climbing this grade, you know, that's the highest obtainable good. Or in Mm -hmm. Muay Thai, you know being this good of fighter, beating this many people. So that affects how you behave and act mm-hmm. to achieve that value. Same with the sciences. They're offering a solution, Yeah. you know, math and science. But maybe the sacrifice, maybe the exchange is not that great. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't personally think it is in a capitalistic society. What, you mean fucking work 60 to eight hours a week mm-hmm. so I can die with money in my bank account? Like, no. bro, what? No, yeah. absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Not worth the trade. Not even close to debatable. Yeah. But in all fairness, I did it for fucking almost 30 years of my life that yeah. way, you know, with breaks here and there, thinking like, you know, pushback, pushback. I'm unhappy. I'm not happy. This isn't satisfying. I'm not satisfied. And it led to the point to where we're here now. Mm-hmm. But it is a process to realize like, yo, this system does not serve me. Yeah. But I think the cool thing is once you've done it once, like we talked about, once you've learned something, truly learned something once, mm-hmm. you start applying that to everything else it makes it so much easier to navigate life. Yeah. So much easier because those signals, those data points, you you start recognizing and you're like, "Oh, that's that's the one to pay attention to." Yeah. You know, it reduces the noise. That is very true.
0: Like you develop by doing that a lot um repeatedly, you develop the eye of um eye that sees truths and sees the paths toward the truths. a little more easy right i mean you develop the kind of eyes because you've experienced it and then you understand the power of it and then you understand how little you are you know you really understand the importance of it and you're open now right before you're closed up because of your ego and ego of your knowledge and ego of your intelligence that oh i already know fucking everything i know how to navigate Yet, you're so, you know, resentful. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand why. <laughs> but once you've experienced it, like, you're fully open. You're up. like, oh, wow. of
2: course I felt that way. How could yeah. I not feel that way? So,
0: this is what, what we're talking about when we say, like, spiritual, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, ugh, mm-hmm. you 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 get that enlightenment. Yeah. It's a great feeling. But, you know, we've done it without, you know, without help. Or without I mean, I, I shouldn't say help. On different conditions right mm-hmm. uh, on different status i mean we've felt that um, one mushroom you yeah. Know, yeah without mushrooms yeah you know? you
2: know you read a good passage a philosophical yeah. or mm-hmm. something that speaks truth to you right and they it just of...
0: repeatedly speaks to oh, you right yeah. and then just you can't deny it
2: yeah you keep coming back to it <laughs> yeah exactly to get refreshed
0: you're like oh, right but also y- you can say that those repeated you know repeating um visit of those ideas and thoughts, you know, could be just your your luck, but also it could be because you're tuned into it, you know? Yeah. So that's that is the equivalent to when I say you're tuned into truths more, that means to me is fully open yourself.
2: Yeah. 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 Be yeah. humble. You know? <sighs> wow, you know, it's funny I I was thinking about this the other day, but I feel like up until the last year, I, I've almost learned nothing like in a meaningful way. I've memorized things. I know how to do things,
0: understand scholars, ideas, thinkers,
1: ideas,
2: but this is the first time I'm like, I feel like I understand. I feel like I'm actually learning, you know, like I, I have a sense of what they meant more Mm -hmm. than the words. I like fucking, I get it, man. Yeah. I can truly empathize with the concept yeah. personally. And it means all the entire world to me Yeah. in such a way like we talk about, you know, if I died right now, die, I feel like it would be totally fine. Yeah. I'd be totally happy because I feel like I finally understand. Like yeah. I was thinking about this when I was on the bike and, you know, I was like, the guy was driving. I was on the back without a helmet. I was like, dude, if I died right now, like it'd be fine. Like if we crashed,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it'd be a bummer in some ways, but. That's fine. Like this has yeah. been such a great life. Such a great I'm like my back I can't walk, you know, I'm mm-hmm. in so much pain. I'm on the back of this scooter in traffic in Thailand. And I feel totally at peace. Yeah. You know? Surreal. Surreal. Yeah. And you only get that from I think when you truly start to learn learn about yourself mm-hmm. and the world and right. it just opens up and changes your life. Yeah. And I think that's why you want young people to get this, you know?
0: Yeah. For sure. That's why, you know, um, it was uh, last Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween in Arizona. I remember we went out. um, Mm -hmm. Was that that Mesa? That was was Scottsdale. Oh, Scottsdale. Scottsdale, yeah. This girl, I was talking to this girl, very cute. Um, She asked me, because that's after I told her um, how old I am. And she asked me, so if there is one thing that you recommend to young people, what would that be? I told her reading. But I think I'm going to have to change that now. Um, experience. I think experience comes first. Uh, reading, again, we talked about this power of words. Great, you know, you can deny that. But I think experience gives you just more raw um, liberation and enlightenment you know yeah man when you feel it truly feel it in your body that's different from again the power of words is you know real yeah it can be so i'll put like reading as number two and number two but experience would be i think number one yeah Yeah. because like you said you're it's (laughs) i it's
2: like mushrooms or
0: weed like
2: when you're high, dude, you're high. There's nothing you can do with it. You yes. got to fucking deal. Exactly. Deal with it. That's like,
0: exactly what I'm talking about. Words, you have to understand. You have to convince yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to.
2: Yeah. Got to peel back to understand. Yeah. You
0: have to understand meaning convince yourself. But experience, you don't have to convince yourself. It comes to you. <laughs> you just feel it. Yeah. You know it is true. That's something, you know, nobody can offer you. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's why I think I I, I want to put experience first over, yeah. I um. I mean, reading.
2: I'm, I'm totally totally inclined to agree. Yeah. I mean, they're complementary, right? Experience mm. is complementary yeah. to reading, while reading is complementary, mm-hmm. essential to. You would, you would never just paint a picture with a singular color, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. experience could be blue. Yeah. Yeah. A picture of blue. Oh, yeah. It's blue. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe we need some reds. Reading. Maybe we need some more. You know, other types of things. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's learning. Maybe that's whatever to paint this picture that we see before us. Yeah. But yeah, I experience hands down. Like we talk about all the time on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Fucking go get it. It will change your life. Yeah. In ways you can't even fathom or imagine. But it takes. I mean, that takes work, man. It takes work mm-hmm. to step out there and say. I don't know what I'm going to get, but I know I don't want that. I know that is. Mm -hmm. I don't want it, so I'm going to go get this. And guess what? You make mistakes. You end up on the wrong part in the woods. You end up lost. We all do. Nothing wrong with that. You just learned you've lost. Mm -hmm. That is valuable information. Could you imagine if you didn't realize you were lost? You would head deeper into the forest. Mm -hmm. The second you realize you're lost, you now have a way out. Mm -hmm. You now at least know how you should spend your energy. I Mm -hmm. can get out of this forest. I can do something about it. Oh, well, if I'm lost in here, maybe I should build a structure and a home I like. Mm -hmm. Let's do it the way I want to do it. Yeah. But if you continue heading down the path thinking like, you know, capitalism told me, hey, man, happiness, the kingdom, Mm -hmm. the glory, it's all over there at the end of this hill. I just got to get through this forest. And you walk into forever till you die, you might never ever find it, man. You might not. You know, Mm -hmm. same with religion. Maybe you'll never, ever enter the promised land, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Because you
2: think happiness is the destination mm-hmm. or life satisfaction. Or I, I can't even put the concept into words. But maybe you think this, like, huge overarching thing is the destination. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's like right now. Yeah. You can have it right now. Yeah. It just, what we would call as enlightenment. You know, mm-hmm. I hate, hate to say that because it makes it sound like it's a singular one-time yeah. event and activity. But it's not, right? Not at yeah. all. Yeah. Fucking, it can be daily. It can be hourly. Yeah. It can be, it's just... A continual process once you start thinking that way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, enlightenment as in um realization in a profound way, you know? Undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it really aligns with um uh, the thing that we've been um uh, uh repeating, which is truth is moving target, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's great, man. I mean that that's great in that you have more opportunities to do that you know yeah that's why life is great right yeah
2: dude how exciting i mean think about it we live such a a we're so happy nobody listens to our podcast really (laughs) like we're in the country of thailand you know we don't have money really Mm -hmm. but we still have fulfillment and excitement we're still looking forward to things and Mm -hmm. building things it's so cool we got to build your own reality and then you meet friends that are on you know like similar paths and you Mm -hmm. like you start building your, your world. And it's yeah. like, whoa, this exactly. is so freedom. You're building your world. Yeah. F- fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Truly liberated, right? Yeah. Truly, true freedom. Nobody tells you what to do because they don't have any power over you, you know? Yeah. That's 49ers. the shit. <laughs> 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 but um, we're, we're, in, uh, we're 40 minutes in now um so
2: so um, i guess with the other 20 we're
0: yeah
2: yeah i, I mean it's uh, good good note to end it. it
0: but um don't forget to become a patreon members <laughs> well wait a second this is patreon version, so i have <laughs> said that thanks but, for being a patreon yeah, member. For, <laughs> for being patreon um i guess we'll we'll see you next week
1: yeah yeah leave we'll some feedback yeah. thank you. See you guys bye guys